The views and opinions expressed in the following paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners. He loves the outdoors with Mother Nature and all those pretty flowers, plants, and trees. She loves the inside, designing and installing boutique kitchens and baths. Put them together, and you've got the Inside Out Show with David Sherwood and Anne-Marie Boges. Brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors on your home for all things home improvement, inside and out. The Big 550 KTRS. Well, welcome to the Inside Out Show. This is Amory Boges here with Amory Design Studio here on the Big 550 KTRS. Here with David Sherwood from Sherwood's Forest and Nursery. Happy Saturday. Well, happy birthday to you. <laughs> Thank you. It's the day after your birthday and uh, you've been running track or, or, or gymnastics basketball. or basketball. Every, You're always really, doing something, it seems like. Yeah, basketball tournament. <clears throat> well, this is the Inside Out Show. We're going to be only on for an hour today. I am David Sherwood, Sherwood's Forest Nursery and Garden Center. And uh, we are located at 2651 Barrett Station Road. We are open today, even though we've, you know, the weather's uh, kind of warm, you know. And we, we're we're trying to stay open eight o'clock till four, seven days a week, uh, providing that uh, we don't have any storms like we did last weekend. And uh, it's perfect time to start planting trees right now. We're uh, crews are running like crazy, and want to get out there and do some design work and. Uh, uh, get our designers to come out to your house. Is this the time to do it? We have plenty of time to be able to pay attention to you a little bit more at the nursery. If you walk out to the garden center, we're not quite as busy this time of year. So we can, uh, the salespeople on staff can uh, walk around and show you the trees and we're bringing in trees every day. We talked last week <clears throat> with you too about how to, I mean, I think most people buy a house or they lived in their house for how many years and they're just getting excited maybe about their gardening and maybe they haven't done a lot before, but they've got plants already. Right. So how do you work with them on, okay, you've got, you know, this many hostas. Right. Because are those popped up yet? Yes. yes. The hostas yes. haven't come up. They're just, just starting to peak up a little bit. Okay. And if you see your bulbs or your hostas and things starting to peak up through the mulch uh, and we get another set of cold weather, which we will, by the way, uh, being the end of February, we will get some um, you know, March and April frost and freezes. Typically, they're okay. But uh, one thing I do want you to suggest is that you uh, take a look at your compost and your mulch needs. Uh, and if you're trying to do uh, you know, have any tender things that are out there, uh, St. Louis composting is where we get all of our mulch and compost. And there's several different types of mulch. There's a, a black forest mulch, which is a black gold mulch, which is a, a, a deep-aged uh, dark mulch, which has a, a triple ground, and it's almost black when it uh, goes down. It's a natural hardwood bark mulch. <clears throat> then the regular hardwood mulch is more of a brown color. It lasts a little bit longer in the landscape. And then there is something called dyed mulch. And the dyed mulch is a, more of a wood product that has actually had a dye put into it where it can be black, it can be brown, it can be a red color, various different colors of mulch that are available. All of those are great for protection of your plant material as well as making the front of the yard look you know, attractive and your beds look manicured and to keep the weeds down quite a bit. If you want to... Uh, uh, put something uh, down that is completely organic and that will help uh, decompose quicker, like in a vegetable garden, for instance. They, their black gold compost is a great product to use, and that the compost itself can be uh, can be put in into us in into the ground, and it really works uh, very nicely. 
and uh, will uh, decompose as the uh, uh, plants grow. And you can add that every year if you'd like to without any kind of problems. So uh, it's time to get out there and do that kind of work. Get your weeds down, uh, picked, and, uh, and you'll start seeing some of those popping up right now. And you want to be sure you uh, can, uh, take care of all that material. So uh, give well, us a, we have it, all that material in bags. We have it in bulk. And we also sell all the different types of fertilizers and things that uh, are available uh, from Espoma. They're great products that uh, you can apply that this time of year as well. So, and could the listeners call you guys and you deliver? Right. You can you can call at 314-966-0028 and we can help you out with a design of any kind of landscape you have. Some We do do some maintenance this time of year and we can help you out with some of that material as well. So. Appreciate uh, that. Uh, our website is sherwoods-forest.com, and we uh, uh, have everything available uh, on our website that shows what kind of materials we do have in stock. And uh, we uh, have restocked our trees for the whole month of February. We probably had, I don't know, five or six loads of trees come in. Most of our bag goods have all come in this time of year. And uh, we're in really great shape and uh, ready to ready to start planting all of our uh, materials. So get on the list, just like you have, Marie. I know that you're quite busy this time of year. Oh, yeah. We're really busy this year. We just, I mean, we've got some clients calling recently saying, you know, we, we really like to get a project done by summer. That's not a thing. I can't. I can't meet you today and start designing your product project and get everything ordered and scheduled and then installed right. by summer. That's not a time timeline that's doable. At this point, we're talking about getting something done by Christmas of next year, right? like done by then. And that's even hit or miss. It depends on how available you are and how excited you are to move forward with your project starting right now. So all those parts and pieces are coming with, you know, your specific needs. What, what project is yours? Is it the whole first floor? Is it just a a little quick renovation on maybe a kitchen or a bathroom or something. So, Well, are- you know, you do it all. And uh, mm-hmm. like, like I said, your time frame is a little bit longer than ours <laughs> because, you know, in the landscaping business, we have all of our material in stock right now. And we do special orders, some things for special jobs and some of the hardscapes and things. Mm-hmm. But typically we come in when the, the construction of a house is done, mm-hmm. you know, and you're all over the place. Yeah, you're, we, you've got demolition, well, you've got new houses, you've got, in stock you know, necessarily. Yeah. Ours are, we're not, we're not that kind of company. We are not. No. If you're looking for something quick, a quick ship turnaround, really my intent isn't to work with someone who wants something real quick and just get it done. I want to work with someone who really wants to invest in their home and their family and their lifestyle. And we are here to help you with that. So everything we do order is custom to you. So it's not just a super fast, you know, cabinets off the shelf. That's just not what we're doing. So, um, but we do intentionally listen to what you need and help you with everything from that aspect. So our company does custom cabinetry. We work with eight different lines. We do have some lower price point lines that are really useful, but then most of the things we have are custom. We can get very, very custom or sort of semi-custom cabinets. So there you go. They have different price points for everything, just as I'm sure your plants do and your mulch does. And, you know, that's why we find out so many questions up front for what your project really needs. Well, yeah. You know, everything we have, we have in various degrees. And like I talk about, a lot of things that are really fast growing are less expensive, you know, mm-hmm. and things that are slow growing, like the bristlecone pine, which is 4,000 years old, yeah. you know, are very expensive if yes. you can find uh, find those kind of things. So it all has different price points and whatnot. So, you uh, can't get 
good, fast, and cheap. Right. You cannot get good, all fast, three and of cheap those does not exist. So you've you can got, get you... good and fast, but it will not be cheap. You right. can get good and cheap, but it will not be fast. Right. Just think about that. Like if you're going to DIY a project on your own, right? You're doing it on after hours. Your cousin's coming to help you. Your brother-in-law is a, a carpenter, and he's going to come help you. How long does that project take? take to actually get completed. It's going to save you money, I'm sure, right. but the process is going to take a whole lot longer. And then you can get fast and cheap, but it won't be good. <laughs> That's, That's right. It, you just cannot have all three things. So, Well, yeah. And if you want to get out a, a landscape design, you give us a call at 314-966-0028. You can go to our website at SherwoodStashForest.com on Facebook or Instagram. And you can also go see if uh, on those sites, you can. there's ways of uh, getting our email, which is 2651Sherwood at gmail.com. And we can set you up with a designer. Be happy to work with you on anything that you might be wanting to work with. So, so I have a mulch question back to your mulch uh, sure. thought, thought process. So let's say we, at my own house, we have mulch that, I don't know the name of it, it's really dark brown. <laughs> and It's probably say, a regular uh, hardwood oak mulch, yeah. oak bark mulch. So what if you wanted to go, what if someone wanted to change the mulch color completely and go with like a reddish mulch color? Well, Do you have to take out all the old stuff, like completely clean that bed all out and get brand new from scratch or can you layer it in or well for the most part your your mulch you would uh, if it's a, a natural mulch it will decompose and it'll go away but if it's a something like a redwood bark mulch you would want to go ahead and uh, rake that away and put something new in there okay and uh, typically uh, you you probably have just a regular brown mulch. And if you put a thin layer of mulch over the top of that, you can recolor it without any problem and uh, you'll be, you'll be just, you'll be just fine. So yeah, this is the inside out show. And uh, I am David. I'm Anne Marie. And we'll be right back with you after these messages. Inside Out Show continues with Anne-Marie Boaches and David Sherwood. Brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors on the Big 550 KTRS. Welcome back to the Inside Out Show on the Big 550 KTRS. We're on for an hour show on an unusual time uh, on Saturday. But uh, we're happy everybody's listening. And uh, again, I wanted to wish uh, Anne-Marie a happy birthday. Thank you. And thank you very much uh, uh, for uh, coming here on the such short notice after your birthday. We appreciate that. <laughs> like it, like I, my birthday. It's yes. much different, right? When you get older, yes. your birthdays quite aren't as, you know, I just like the whole month. That's just right. the whole February month. That's what I'll take. There you go. <laughs> and uh, folks, if you got any, uh, any um, we, we are here to help you with any kind of uh, tips we might have. I know Anne-Marie's got yeah. all sorts of tips well, on last week gardening I talked about and things. 
not gardening. Or, <laughs> I do not have the gardening tips, but I've got the home renovation home tips. Home renovation tips. Yep. Last week I talked a lot about how to what you can do to maximize your small bathroom and some of the tips re- were related to the colors you can do, what, you know, make make the room lighter and brighter. That's the gist, right? So you can do that do that in a paint color. If you're renovating the whole thing, choose different tile that will make it look larger and brighter. It could be a natural marble or a porcelain tile that looks like a marble, so a white or a creamy-ish background with good veining to it. But make that material go floor to ceiling. Get your eye to go up. It will look taller in the room if you do. If you if you stop it short, you're going to make it look more squatty in the room. And then related to your floor, if you could get a vanity that is off the floor, it could be a furniture piece on legs, or it could just be a wall-mounted vanity, you'll see more flooring in the room, and it will automatically look bigger to your eye. It tricks you. Um, There are toilets you could even do that are wall-mounted. It's a lot more entailed in relationship to the plumbing and the price point, so it's not really for everybody, but if you really have a small space, that that will do the trick as well. Um, And use good lighting. That's the other really big thing to think about. That goes for the whole house. Put good can lighting in, decorative accent lighting, sconces on the wall or on the mirrors, or just replace your light fixture that's above the mirror currently. Um, And then on your mirror itself in the bathroom, replace the mirror. Like that's a really fun way to make it look beautiful and, and feel like it's special and that you chose something for your own space instead of just being some big, huge rectangle. Uh, So those are my tips for the bathroom. Those kind of jump into the next rooms as well, right? Like the same concept can be used throughout your entire house. One space I feel like people don't put a lot of effort into until they need to or until someone mentions it is your foyer. Most people are not having tons of guests coming in their front door in the foyer area. They're usually like friends and family. They're coming in the side door or back door or the garage door. You're just kind of leaving the garage door open for them. So you're not using your foyer very often and you're not hanging out in the foyer. So you don't think about it. But your foyer is a really beautiful space that should really set the tone for your house, right? right. So maybe look up. What's your light fixture look like in there? Is it old? Dingy. Old dingy gross. light fixtures aren't good. Dirty. No. Yeah. <laughs> right. Brighten that up. Get a new light fixture. Make that make that be the first thing that you're looking for in that space. And then maybe even the paint color in there. Could you brighten it up in that space a little bit? Uh, could you make it feel more intentional, like an accent? Maybe a wallpaper should be there. Or put wainscot paneling in the foyer. Make it look a little dressier. Like you've really thought about that space. Um, maybe. Then do you have a staircase? A lot of times I'm talking about a foyer that goes to a second floor right away, right, right when you walk in the room. Um, and I, th- I think a lot of people, if you could just Google how to make your foyer feel more zen. Yes. Doing that will make your house feel calmer, I promise. Anything with zen type uh, design tips, I should say, will make your your whole home feel more calmer. So thinking about your staircase to... Is it out of date? Does it look really dingy? Is it dirty? Like the carpeting that's going up your stairs, is it really old and stained? Those are simple ways that you could just address how to change the look of that. You don't need to get a whole new staircase. Maybe you just need new carpeting. Or maybe you've never had carpeting on the staircase and it's all scratched up from dogs. Maybe you need to put a runner down that that staircase and it could be a really beautiful accent for the space. So. They're good, all good tips to have, and uh, there's all the different type of things you need to do in your yard as far as changing the landscape around this time of year, just to get a little freshness in the yard. And, and right now, you know, we're we're just approaching March. It's a perfect time to start thinking about getting some color. We we talked last week uh, with uh, Marianne about all the great uh, type of. Uh, Flowering trees that are out right now, and the magnolias, you know, with the warm weather we've had this week, 
are going to start popping real soon. So you want to make sure that you uh, uh, get those things picked up. We've got magnolias that are in containers that are very easy, very easy sizes to uh, to uh, grab. You can take those plants and uh, to put them in your car without any kind of problems at all mm-hmm. and uh, plant them yourself. They're in a 10-gallon container. Super nice, super like, easy to deal with. I like magnolias because they don't, I call it shed, but they don't lose their leaves a ton. Right. And, I mean, they do. They fall, but they fall right there. It's not like an oak. I love an oak. But all the the normal trees, like elm trees, things like that, all their leaves fly all over the place. That's what you're raking. Right. When you get a, a magnolia, gosh, they're beautiful. And the leaves just stay there all year long. They're so pretty. Last week when we had the big snow, it was snow all over in my magnolia. It just It's so pretty. Right. The, the magnolias uh, w- will take some cold. We're going to have a little bit of cold weather, you know, off and on. But, you know, when, when we do have those flowers, uh, you know, get a little bit of frost on it, it never hurts the plant. You know, things like saucer magnolias have been in, been in our environment forever. Mm. And, uh, you know, they seem to do quite well. And if you can, uh, you know, go ahead and uh, plant those, the, the yellow bird magnolias, the black tulip magnolias are something that you can put in a spot that's very small and tight and easy to uh, control. Uh, they'll, the plant will only get to be maybe, it's like a lollipop shape. It'll, it'll only uh, get to be about uh, uh, maybe, you know, 15 feet tall with sort of a lollipop shape and it's a really good alternative of a tree to have in your yard. And they're so, strong. They're not fall, they're not falling over in the in the right. storms like Yeah, like a they'll here. hold up very well. So you want to try to, you know, do something like that is a great tree to select from. Yeah. We just got in uh recently Monrovia brought in a load of uh Helleborus plants which are gorgeous. They're full of uh uh, pink to purple to white blooms and uh, really a good looking plant wonderful to have uh, in the garden and uh, they are also deer resistant and we talked a lot about uh, deer resistant plants uh, the last show and we talked about the moles too mm-hmm. and uh, motomara mole trap which is supposedly supposed to be the best mole trap there is around is a great way to uh Get those uh, get those moles taken care of, and, uh, and it as must well snap. as mold. It just must snap. Back. Yeah, it it snaps in the ground. You you stand on it, and it's got like a yellow petal, and you stand on it. It's not something you get your hands involved with, and get your your hand caught in a spring and whatnot. So it's really easy to deal with, and uh, you can uh, snap those things together. And um, and when mm-hmm. the trap goes off, it's all underground, so you don't see anything that goes on over the top. So it's really a cool thing to work with, and. Uh, uh, it's a it's a great plant and uh, and for deer resistance. Last week we talked about chocolate mint plant. Chocolate mint de- plants and lot, there's a lot of uh, plants you can plant. Uh, you know the citronella is a plant annual you can plant to help keep mosquitoes away. All sorts of different things of that sort uh, will all work very well you know, as far as resistant uh, plants. And, and the deers are starting to move around a lot right now, so you want to make sure that you uh, you know take care of that and. Uh, Watch out for the deer rubs and watch out for the, uh, the the what will happen this time of year when your new plants come out. The rabbits will be be, be an issue that uh, comes out when you have uh, the rabbits will come out and eat that new growth. And so, so will the deer. So uh, there's a lot of products that are out on the market right now that you can uh, plant uh, using uh, 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 repellents that have like a castor oil spray that you can spray on your plant material, and that'll keep the deers and rabbits and things from maybe. chewing on them, maybe. Right. And most of these uh, most of these materials have a type of a uh, product in them, like a uh, 
a, uh, a an egg or a hot pepper spray or something of that sort, and and it's just uh, uh, does repel them. And when you have new growth coming out on your plant material, you always have to make sure that you apply that material on that new growth too. So, you know, it's something to keep in mind. And uh, what about maintenance of some of your uh, inside uh, material? Any, anything you, you want well, to talk about on that? I mean, I think when we're meeting with a client for the first time, I think the questions you need to be prepared for our listeners is what kind of maintenance are you expecting? Again, always expectations, conversations are important to have. But if you're looking for something that you don't want to have to deal with, really caring for, maintaining. A lot of people like really dark countertops right now, I think because they're doing white cabinets or an off-white cabinet, and you like the the contrast of that look of a dark black countertop. Well, black countertops used to be super trendy, and then it became like a black car, right, where it's shiny black, shows streaks, and it looks gross, and it shows everything on the countertop. Well, now there's matte finishes that are black, and People really love them. It kind of came from the idea of using soapstone. Soapstone countertops have that beautiful matte organic look that it's just it's it kind of has a green undertone to it, gray, green, creamy veins kind of popping through, but overall it's dark. Soapstone, however, is very high maintenance. When you get it, you have to oil it every single day, and then it turns into oiling it once a week and then once a month, and then just depends on how often you're using it. It's also pretty soft and delicate. So if you're using it for a countertop on the island and your kids are there and they're taking their fork and kind of just banging it into the countertop while they're sitting there, you're going to see little little divots in the countertop material. So might not be the best product to use. But there's granites out there now that look just like that. We use one called Milky Way, a granite color. It's a, it's a honed finish. It's just the perfect black. I don't know how to describe it any other way. Just trust me. Look it up. Milky Way. It's really pretty. Um, but that would be a, a much more easy to use product uh, for your countertop for maintenance wise. And you can seal it. Everything you can seal and the the you know pores won't be opened up to receive anything you spill inside of it, which is nice, but it's much more dense, meaning you won't be able to see dings on it by just, you know, pushing a fork into it, which is really nice, but maintaining things like we're going to change seasons again, pretty soon. It was really, really cold all winter. We're about to get into the spring. When you're about to change seasons again, go check your humidifier, see where you're at in the summer and the winter. You need to still try to stay within a 40 to 45% humidity on your home and do you even own a humidifier on your furnace on the thermostat check to see what what it's currently at right now you can even go to like ace hardware or home depot or any you know i'm sure i'm not not sure but any of the smaller stores oh, like schnars Schnar. sure. I'm, I'm not sure if schnars has one but um I'll, I'll ask him when we're there i think we're there next, next week. week i think so. that's right yeah. um get a little humidifier uh, contrap it's like a you know three by three little you know what I'm trying to say. Like it looks like a thermostat. Right. <laughs> you just put it inside your cabinet, put it inside your kitchen somewhere, and it'll tell you the humidity in your house. And I want you to pay attention to that all year round because if it's low humidity in the house, you'll see gaps on everything. Your crown molding, your baseboards, um, the doors, the way they open will just feel different. It's going to be in the summer really kind of hard to pull it open. It's like it's sticking too much. And in the winter, it's big gaps. You might see huge light marks around the doors of your house 
Well, the humidity so, and the changes of temperatures are causing a lot of different issues on the houses. I, mm-hmm. I know that uh, the windows don't close well right now, and the humidifier comes on and it's going off. Mm-hmm. You got you're going from the air conditioner, you're going to the heater. Right. There's a lot of a lot of confusion with the right. house, and the houses make a lot of creaks and noises. And so, if you, if if you, you can te- check your humidity, you could put a humidifier in the basement. For that's example, right. If you don't have one, I've got a little thermostat that's got a humidifier, or it's got a humidity detector and a thermostat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, me too. A, a thermometer on it that's you know, like 10 bucks yeah and you send them around in different parts of the house you'd be amazed on how the humidity is different in the various parts oh, yeah. of your house too the so the thing is you can't change it fast right it takes at least three to six weeks to really make a change and guess what now we're in a whole nother right. season so you really want to pay attention to it year round right. and if it's too high or too low and make what you need to make you know you either get a dehumidifier right. <laughs> put it in the basement get some water collected in that that container or the opposite add a humidifier i usually say in the basement you could do it in a room but the basement's great because it just kind of goes up. So it's really helpful in that way. Yeah, this is the Inside Out Show. I'm David. I'm Anne Marie. And we'll be right back after this message. Inside Out Show continues with Anne Marie Boges and David Sherwood. Brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors on the Big 550 KTRS. Welcome back to the Inside Out Show on the Big 550 KTRS. We've got about another 20 minutes left on the show. And uh, we'd like to, I think Todd's going to join us here with a little bit of a trivia. He's going to give us a few little questions and we're going to yeah. see if we can answer them. We've got our own Inside Out Show trivia today, right? That's right. Since we're just here for an hour. Yeah, happy right. birthday, Emory. Thank you, Todd. Yeah. You know, I always like to go the other direction, not because you and I are around the same age. So yeah, I don't are. like mm-hmm. going. I know people are like reminding me. Eighty two, nineteen eighty two. I have no problem telling them. That's right. Forget about nineteen eighty nine, Taylor Swift. Nineteen eighty two. That's, that's born. the year. That's <laughs> I, that was, I was ten years after I was out of high school. <laughs> oh my God! It's a good year. That yeah, was a good year. <laughs> Well, I was I'm, born in the big snow. Yeah, I was born. In, really I was born in '54. Yeah, I was born. In, you would have been. Too. I was born in '54. The hottest. The hottest year of the. I was born here, but it was a snowstorm. Well, I was a summer. Birthday. Oh yeah, that's right. You're not February. Yeah. Sorry, was, you weren't. It wasn't it was snowing when you were born. No, it better Never not be. In, that's not a trivia question. Obvious. All right, we're ready for trivia. You ready, David? Let's hear. Let's hear the well, trivia. I have a bunch of categories, so it's up to you guys, the three of you. We'll see how bad we do. I, Pat's well, going to join us too. Pat Pat's the guy that join us. I have TV. I have geography. I have movies. All I right. have a couple plant questions. So just let's just start on from the left and go to the right. See what we can do. That's we'll, right. Uh, we'll go with the uh, television one. And Pat, you're going to answer this last. So I'm Pat's just... joining you guys, the listeners. You never get to see Pat or hear Pat or Todd very often. Pat's the guy that puts us on the air. Happy That's right. Birthday, Anne Marie. Thank hey, you, John. <laughs> So, uh, what uh, president's picture did Alex Keaton and Family Ties keep on his nightstand? And there's Pat Hardy laughing because he knows the answer. So, Anne Marie, I'll, I'll give you a hint. You want, JFK. Would you like a hint? No, do you want me to give you a hint? No. Because I can give you a 
clue. I okay, give, what's the clue? Okay, the clue is it's not President Trump and it's not President Obama. Well, that's so, helpful. Oh, no. I'm just giving I you a clue. Thought that. <laughs> Solid hint, though. So, so uh, go for it, Anne-Marie. Well, you already said no to JFK, what but president, that's what I was going to put. JFK. Well, which president did Alice Keaton, which is Michael J. Fox, right. keep on his nightstand? Oh, I... I here we go ahead. Uh, Dave, do you want to give it a shot? I would say it would probably be Bush. Bush, okay. Is it Nixon? I change it. Well, we don't know. Pat's got it. It, it is, in fact, it is Nixon. Richard Nick, Dick Nixon. Yeah. It was oh. Richard. That's why I had Pat answer last. Alex I, knew, I, had I, Dick I can't take that. My first answer was wrong, but I just kind of felt like I remembered it then. All right. Well, I got another one. I think Dave might. I think Dave might. If it's know a plant that. one. I might, I might know the one. answer to this it's question. It's not a plant we'll one. We'll get to some horticulture, though, right? Yeah, we will get to that. <laughs> okay. In the television show Gilligan's Island, uh-huh. the theme song. Now, they had two different versions. Uh-huh. Okay. Which two characters were originally referred to as the rest? That was in the <sighs> first theme song, and then they changed it. Probably Marianne and Ginger. Is that your final answer? Think about it. No, the professor. Well, yeah, Marianne, professor, Marianne, and the, rest, and the rest. I don't know. I'm not really sure which that would be. Let's say Marianne and Ginger. And Ginger. I'm going to go with Gilligan and Marianne. Marianne and I'm just going to go with, uh, yeah, these names. I don't know these guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the answer? It's the Professor and Marianne. Professor and Marianne. The professor and Marianne. And you know why they changed it, the theme song? No, I They don't. changed it because Bob Denver went to the executives to have it rewritten. So ah, they added. There you yeah, go. The sound the was better that way. That were not in it. All right, so <clears throat> I feel like we need a dinger when we get the ding, answer ding, right. Ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding. Got to get the right question. Okay. Here's a geography one. What is the only U.S. state that grows coffee? Only U.S. state that grows coffee. coffee Dave, give that a I shot. didn't know they grew any coffee in the United States. Do. <laughs> well, let me think. Coffee, I would say Georgia. Say Georgia. Yeah, I'm going to go with Washington. Washington, Pat. I'm just going to go with Florida. It's Hawaii. Hawaii. Oh, well, of course, <laughs> Hawaii. Yeah, I forgot that Hawaii is like, U.S. state. Where forget is Forget about it all the way out there. Forget Starbucks. about it. Thank you. Isn't it from Seattle? Seattle yeah, that's right. <laughs> Literally, that's what I did in my head. Well, keeping with geography, what country were gummy bears invented? What country were gummy bears Finland. invented? Is that a country? Finland. I would say probably gotta, Holland. Holland? That's right, a good place. I don't know. You have no idea. What Finland. 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 Yeah. No I'm going to stick with Scandinavia, Sweden. Uh, it's Germany. Actually. Germany. Okay. We're not doing too well here. Let's We're not get doing, good on, the, not doing we'll good on these let's trivia go to questions. A plant question. Okay. Well, this. Okay, plant, okay. Let's try the plant a question. Plant question. What is the national tree of the UK, Anne-Marie? Because <laughs> I want Dave to answer this last. Okay. Uh, national tree of the UK. Correct. National uh, tree of the UK, United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Correct. So Anne Marie's going to go, then Pat's going to go with the pair. I'm going to go with the pair, the, the pair. UK pair. <clears throat> I, I, I don't <laughs> Look know. at this, your face, and I can tell you. Just pick a fruit. Yeah, fruit. Okay, okay. apple. Fruit plant. Apple plant. The national apple tree or the, national fruit tree? Uh, the na- it's the national tree of I mean, the UK. Maybe the London plain? Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. It's the oak. The oak. The oak. The oak. Well, what? there's a lot of different kinds of oaks, so we that's don't know. Too vague. We don't know. Well, that's what Google said. Hmm. So <laughs> go by Google. Thank you so much. Well, I'll try. <laughs> well, here we'll try another one. Maybe you'll get this one. What is the national flower of Brazil, Anne Marie? National flower of Brazil. The Brazilian no lotus. 
No clue. Uh, Pat? Go ahead. I'm going to go with a uh, Brazilian um, maple. I don't No, that's not a national flower of Brazil. The national flower of Brazil. Hmm. Maybe an anthurium? It's the Catalia orchid. Ah, the Catalia orchid. Those are big ones. Those are the Catalia orchids. Those are Catalia orchids, a type you usually see on a corsage and things that are very beautiful. Mm -hmm. Very pretty. That's why they're from Brazil. Thank you. Yeah. Is that different than a regular orchid that we would buy from this, you know, you? Well, we have Catalia. We do sell Catalia orchids occasionally. We do sell those. And uh, we we, uh, enjoy that. plant it does very well in our area they hmm. they grow very big and they are, are quite nice to have around the place so yeah hmm. we do have catalias right, we yeah. also have a lot of uh, uh dendrobium orchids right now a really nice plant and oncidiums are ones that you see a lot this time of year too so Dave, what's your okay, next trip uh, okay, i wanted to ask david uh, yeah. what's the uh, state flower for missouri state flower well the state tree is dogwood and they're trying to get that changed wow yeah. How? Why? Well, because they don't do that well in our area. That's okay. one of the problems. So yeah, the dogwoods don't do. What were they thinking well. about changing it to? Did they even say? Well, we're they're doing some surveys right now, and we're trying to discuss what which should be the best uh, state swamp flower wild. for uh, this area for oak. sure. Yeah, really swamp well. white oak should be actually be a good tree for sure. Well, here's a Disney one. Okay, Let's see if I got this. What year was Cinderella released? <laughs> what year was Cinderella released? Hmm. 1972. Cinderella. (laughs) Absolutely. These are the questions I thought you'd ask me about Cinderella. Right. Okay, David. Uh, Well, when was Cinderella released? released? God, from 1952, maybe? I'm going to go slightly lower, 1951. Wow. You you were way off, Anne-Marie. Pat was the closest. It was 1950. Nineteen well, that was pretty I close. I thought you were going to say nineteen fifty. I that's right. And then I thought Pat was going to say because he said I'm just going to go lower. All right, we got two more. What year was the first Academy Awards ceremony held? What year was the first Academy Awards ceremony held? Where are you getting all these trivia it's questions? Way before any of us were born. So nineteen fifty two. Nineteen fifty two. Let's say uh, let's say something more like about nineteen. Wait, when were you born, David? Fifty-four. He said way before thirty. Nineteen thirty. Let's say that. Yeah, well, it wasn't the roaring. It, it had to be a little bit lower. Nineteen twenty. In the twenties. Twenty-two. Nineteen twenty-two. Six. Twenty-six. Twenty-four. It's twenty-nine. Okay, I have absolutely no idea. All right, here's the last one. What year were the Oscars first broadcast in color? 1968. That must have been somewhere around The Wizard of Oz when they changed The Wizard of Oz to color, which was, I remember that when I was a kid, when I watched the black and white, then they changed it to color. It was probably in the early 60s. 62. So Anne-Marie is close. So I'll give your 1965. What's your answer, Dave? 62. 67. It's 66. Oh, my goodness. I feel like I won. How about that? <laughs> the birthday girl wins. The birthday girl wins. Ding, ding, ding. Nothing. Sound like you're, you sound like you're so, doing good. On that note, because we're amazing at trivia. That's right. Man, my school has trivia night coming up pretty soon. I apologize we're now. We're getting you for, ready for trivia. For the whole team at my table. I will say there has been a time, there has been two trivias 
that we have had at our school. We go to our, my kids go to St. John Lutheran School. It's a fantastic yeah. organization. And uh, one trivia, we did so bad that we got the Dum Dum Award because we did not know the answers to most of the questions, unfortunately. The yeah. other year, we won for Best Dressed. So, I mean, there's that. We were Saturday Night Live themed. I like all How the food that? that they bring. Yes, it's fine. Uh, what if? If we could next time go more home renovation. Well, yeah, we could. We you can know, handle. I, I would knock first, it out of the When was the first refrigerator, first well, electric range? Or, well, let me study a little. You have to study a little bit for some of this trivia. <laughs> Getting a little bit tough, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, good to get to know us a little we, bit better. We so. want to thank everybody that uh, live streamed the show. It can be live streamed at ktrs.com. Uh, we uh, typically are on from 11 o'clock till 1 in the afternoon, and uh, we also have some shows that run on uh, different times, like today. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's uh, fun to do shows like today where we get a chance to just have a little We just kind of talk and mess yeah. around a little bit, but uh, I'm David Sherwood, Sherwood's Forest Nursery and Garden Center. We're open seven days a week. And uh, Todd was our, here joining us with our trivia questions. And uh, we will be on the uh, at Schnarr Hardware, I think, next yeah. week. Next week, two we hours. We hope everybody Schnarr. joins us. And uh, typically, uh, you can live stream this, or you can listen to it, of course, on local AM radio at 550. And Anne-Marie? And I'm Anne-Marie, owner of Anne-Marie Design Studio. Our showroom has been in business for 10 years, just over 10 years now. And uh, we are open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5. Our phone number at the showroom is 636-821-3395. And our website is Anne with an E, mariestudio.com, where I have a fantastic budget calculator. love when people go on there and check it out. And uh, we had a lot of fun today on the show today. And I'm glad to see Todd and Pat, both of you. Thank you for being on the show, too, and having fun with our game. Pleasure. There you go. We look forward to, to talking to you guys next week at Shinara's Hardware. Thank you all for listening, and have a great weekend. The views and opinions expressed in the preceding paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners.